Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We would like to begin this episode by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land in Los Angeles that we are recording on, the Keech, Shumash, and Tongva people, as well as paying our respects to their elders, past and present. Salad or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kinda gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather, together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Live on Monday from Ben Lee's midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in it, man. Yeah, it's your age. You're, you're, that just goes to show how young you are and it's literally like at 45 it's like on schedule i'm going through existential re-examining of my approach to various things you know a lot of things come to mind they really do i think oh yeah what were you gonna say oh no i just think of all the things that inspire when you're going through something like that you always pull out lyrics and you know in your mind like what's gonna kind of inspire you yeah, I don't know what's going to... Survival is inspiring me. I'm um, I'm just sort of in my headspace. I think, I don't know, it was weird at all. It really all started when I was going through all these photo albums. Yeah. Because we used to do, like a lot of parents, I think we do like one album a year from sort of iPhoto, you know, from the collection and and of all the family and where everything's at and everything. And we'd, we'd fallen off. I mean, I think a lot of people fell off in the pandemic because it just felt like we were all running from our present yeah. rather than trying like, to I don't know if I it. want to make a book about <laughs> myself in my house. But. but so we were a few years behind and I was like, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. And I hit 2021, the year we spent in Australia at the height of the pandemic. And I found it so emotional. I, I was know. like weeping. I know. Sweet when you called your mom. I know. Because I felt for my mom because we... My mom doesn't get to see us or the kids as much as, you know, a grandma would like to normally. And um, and we went out to Australia. It was also promising. And then like three or four months, or more like six months maybe, into our trip, the Delta wave like fully invaded Australia. And suddenly Australia was in a harder lockdown than we'd been in in LA. And it was like, it was just this like almost like a tragic comedy of like she had access to her grandkids, but like suddenly wasn't able to, was meeting them in neutral spaces in a park. Anyway, I just felt bad for her. And I called her today and I was just like, I don't know, I felt for her. I'm going through, I think this is what happens when you go through these sort of weird psychological shamanic breakdowns, breakthroughs, where you feel your compassion rise. Yeah. And I just sure. suddenly felt for my mom, you know, I just yeah, felt for her. That's nice. Yeah. She's doing great. Yeah, she is doing great. And we're all doing great, but it's like, it's so, so yeah, I'm just sort of, and also I think that I went into this year, the beautiful babies heard me say it. Look, if you state your intention to the beautiful babies, it's like speaking it to the Oracle of Delphi. Like it is a, it's got power. And I said, I want to toughen up. I want to be, I want to have my, my uh, sturdiness to myself. And you know, when you do that, you beckon on challenges. So yeah. I've, I've been in it. 
Well, I'm glad our friend Malik hooked you up with that. Whether, I mean, who knows about astrology, whatever, but you have the, this daily astrology that is eerily accurate. Dude, I don't know. The pattern. It's this it's app amazing. called The Pattern. <laughs> and it is you put in your birth time and place and everything. And it's good. I've never felt such accurate prompts. But perhaps I'm just going through a psychotic break and I'm project you know what I mean? Because like you get delusional also yeah. when you're going through heightened emotional Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Well you're not I'm checking I'm making sure yeah. you're not getting delusional. No, you're not. I'm pretty I'm pretty grounded. I mean I'm pretty like I don't know. I'm in I'm just in it. Yeah. I'm just in it. I know. But it's funny we started watching last night Fitzcarraldo. Yes. By Werner Herzog. Which yeah. is Werner? Werner, yeah. It's such a there is no movie that better exemplifies the madness, the good and the bad of the male artist and their ego in a way, you know? And maybe female. I feel like women are not as insane. <laughs> maybe that's sexist. I just feel like men are particularly I go I I switch a lot. Like I'll I'm like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Mm. What the fuck is that? But I'm like, we're all the same. But then at the same time, I do think just because women have babies historically, there's been a kind of difference in pushing what you do push and when you stop pushing, and maybe men push in a different way. Well, I think also men want to dominate nature. That is something that's a very mm. patriarchal value. Like men yeah. love it. Men love to conquer nature. Women do seem for, I don't know, this may be totally not true, but it feels like women like the periods and everything. Like there's an enforced connection to the cycles of nature that men don't have. Yeah, I, I, probably you're right. Um, yeah, Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, what do you think about it? So Holy shite. So I got you Herzog's memoir. Yeah. For Christmas. Yeah. That was one of your presents, which I sort of, I guess I'd wrongly thought you were more familiar with his work well, than you Well, I were. am. Like, I know, of course I know, not of course, but I know who he is and I've seen My Best Fiend and I've seen, you know, Grizzly Man, but I thought I had seen all his movies. Hmm. I Wait, My Best Fiend was about the making of, no, that's. No, no, it's just about his relationship with Klaus Kinski. Yeah. Amazing. So um, it does, it covers a lot of Fitzcarraldo. Like you'll be seeing a lot of familiar yeah. footage and location. But I never saw his non-documentary movies and wow. Yeah. Every shot like we were saying how Wes Anderson of course is known for extraordinary sets, beautiful you know, looking movies from a, le a level that is just beyond perfection, but Werner Herzog's sets are just stunning but just also what did you say last night they also have a well they're passionate like is yes. that's the thing that i i find that some filmmakers that are really good at aesthetics like kubrick and wes anderson they can be cold yeah you know it can be really hard to be that much a master of the visual and also be connected to your emotions. Because I think because emotions are innately messy. Yeah, maybe like Fellini does it and, mm -hmm. um, you know, the Japanese master. Kurosawa. Uh, yeah, like yeah. they can. <clears throat> but this was, wow. I mean, yeah. I, I thought of a whole, I'm going to do a new series of paintings soon. And we had a really good idea. But I was so inspired by. We're going to finish it tonight. I know. And it's 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 amazing. One of the things that I think is really interesting about this movie, so for people that don't know about Fitzcarraldo, it's about a man 
who has a vision of building an opera house in basically in is it in Iquitos? Iquitos in the in the, the, the in Amaz- Peru in the, in and per- um, Peru or Brazil? No, it's Peru. Yeah, I think it's Peru. The Peruvian Amazon yes. is in Peru. Um, and it's about the singularity and just madness of this vision and how far a human being will go. And it's got really this movie. Herzog is so interesting overall because there's like there's sort of no morality in mm. his art. Like he's not interested in an enforced morality. He's mm. interested in how human beings are yeah. and what they do. So some of the some of this the ideas he brings up about the way humans push themselves and dominate nature and others. And, you know, it does have things to say about like colonialism and about sort of the absurdity of the way the conquering mind wants to push through. But there's also a weird heroism to it. And I think that is really like a movie made nowadays about these subjects would have a much more moral, a clear moral thread to it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's not saying the missionaries coming in was were bad that they wanted to dominate the people who lived there and make them Christian and But he is saying they're a little absurd. Who? The missionaries. Yeah, no, he's yeah. saying they're a little absurd. Um but yeah, it's not like it's not this yeah, it's so amazing. I mean the only character that was <laughs> odd was the female lead who's this woman. You have Klaus Kinski who's mental, <laughs> you know. In real life and in this role. And he's got like, do you, do you think like Joaquin is like the closest thing to Klaus Kinski in that like he always looks like he's fully in the midst of a Yeah, breakdown? like what you're going yeah, yeah, through yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Like it's 24 hours a day. 24 7. But this woman is this beautiful actress. It's 1982, but it takes place maybe the teens, like 1913. I don't know when it takes place, like in the early 1900s. And she's, um, they're living in the biggest city in wherever the city in Peru is, I suppose. And, and she, she has, is the madam of a brothel. Basically. Yeah. But yeah. she's also sort of has a really, you know, hooked up life because, um, but she's so into Klaus Kinski. I guess it makes sense if she's a madam. I thought at first she was just like a well-to-do woman. Yeah. But yeah. she's unwaveringly supportive of him, <laughs> which is sort of. I feel like as a director, I would have just said to her a couple of hints of like, this guy's annoying as fuck or something, or you're a little annoyed when he keeps cutting out, but she's support. (laughs) Like, so for example, she has a beautiful house with people taking care of her and it's like, you know, and he chooses to stay in a sort of like, sort of like a tree house practically with a lot of children. He plays (laughs) opera on this beautiful like wind up thing and he, the children surround his funny four poster bed out in the like a tree house in the woods. And he sort of he believes that the children are his audience, that they actually understand. Yeah, the and opera. children do. They do. I yeah, mean they, they do say if you yeah. run stuff by a kid, uh, this old this old like Chagong teacher I had at Omega Institute, which I went to like for two days, but he was saying if when kids get bored or lose interest, that means, you know, you're not doing something right. I mean I don't believe in this a hundred percent. I mean, you can't. You yeah, because not all work is for children. You're not going to read, you know, the the glass glass bead game by Herman Hesse. Yeah, you can't go like Dostoevsky, child, Crime and Punishment. It's a real kid, dad. The, the four year old didn't like it. Run yeah. away, that you know. Yeah. But but anyway, but she's like goes and she's like, oh, isn't this like? It's like she has no uh, critique of his lifestyle. But 
you know, I guess that's what a man wants and hopes for. Yeah, there's for sure. But I think Herzog, my impression is that the women in his life, in his life, have been kind of like supportive rocks. For oh, him. okay. I mean. That line, I was sort of like reading, I was trying to read, my friend told me something about insomnia, just like get out of bed and do something gentle. And so I was like, I'm going to just read this book. And then I was like, but I don't really, do I care about this? But then the next morning I had highlighted a bunch of stuff. And what did he say about women? It was He basically cool. said like his life would have been not worth living without women. Yeah. Like they were. And I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what his love life. I imagine, I mean, his childhood, boy, oh boy. Yeah. Like in a small town in Germany in the mountains with no food and no heat and no clothes, practically no clothes, like freezing, you know, just starving, like in the... Th for, well, I guess it was the 40s. How old is he? Yeah, 40s. I'm not sure. Yeah. The 40, he's like probably my mom's age. Do you remember we sat in front of him at Spring Breakers at <gasps> the premiere? He was in, he, we were Because well, he's of, been in, he's been in some of Harmony's films. Oh my God. I know that one of the guys from Spring Breakers was in front of us. With the no, no, teeth. I was sitting next to the, the ATL twins. <laughs> yeah. Were, were you freaking out that he was behind us? Yeah, but I've seen him around. Like I've seen Where him Where does at, he live? He lives around here somewhere what? because there's a there's a famous short film. I've seen him at the Chateau, mm -hmm. um, and there's a famous short film, a little animated thing about he like Joaquin flipped his car. Oh yeah, on the edge oh, of Mulholland, yes, and yeah, Werner yeah. Herzog found him and yeah. pulled, and they had this kind of intense moment yeah. together. Yeah, and there's a moment made out of a little animation made out of an interview. I, guess, I love those. Um, Remember the one, uh, the the no. What's the one about the baseball hitting player? a no hitter? The guy took acid. And... Oh, that's a good one. If you ever want to see, what's it called? The no hitter. Yeah, it's a something... short film, and it's one of those animated ones where they take someone's dialogue but then they do an animation those are good totally and how crazy like so we're watching Fitzcarraldo I like had a couple puffs on a joint was relaxing the rain is pounding but we're feeling very cozy we got the heat on and then you go into the bedroom and you it was a mixture it wasn't just a scream it was a scream and a sigh of defeat I screamed you just like ah like you just sort of made this sound <laughs> And I come in and there is no joke, like two to three inches of water coming in, in our my bedroom, closet, coming into the, the bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> well, you see every year when the rain season happens and it's torrential, like LA's got this like season that's torrential. We put sandbags down because our pool is so beautiful, but the we built this house, whatever. It's a long story. Children built it. <laughs> I'm but the like, but the one grading of the, you know the. Hey, the, look! It's natural. You have a pool. You grade a slope down to the bedrooms from the swimming <laughs> pool. Like, so usually it's like we it works out, but this year, it just that was the the side of like oh it didn't. We've had the sandbags, whatever. Yeah, we got well, we sold, but we were so cute. And it's so funny. I was thinking about how you are the best person to hang around with during an emergency. Yeah, You're I'm, amazing. Yeah. Well, like, I am, I yeah, am yeah. so, I get so stressed in an emergency. I'm like forecasting that like, oh, we're going to have to sell the house. We're going to have the structure of it's going big ward through by the water. And you're just like 
getting towels, sopping it all up, telling me where to put the sandbags. And you were right. We got to yeah, dry Yeah, I it mean, up. I'm not um, uh, unaware of, you know, all the stuff to do to a house when you own a house. But in the in the eye of the storm, mm. I'm very clear-headed. I know. I Literal storm. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I know I have two memories. One of us being in that tuk-tuk in India, in that sort of wild wind and rainstorm and you just laughing and then the other one when Goldie fell off a couch when she was little and I was like oh my god what do I do my kid fell she hit her head and you were just like you had you put her on your lap you're like Goldie Goldie you're okay you're okay and you calmed her down you were incredible yeah I panic in between yeah 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 well that's what I was saying today that I think your natural state like the state you like to live in is a state of emergency like Bjork State of emergency, that's where I want to be. And I think when you finally get in one, you're like, I am at home. I know exactly what to do here. I know. It's a, it's a shame because I'm cool as a cucumber, for real, deep down. Like when I have found myself deep inside, it's very calm. Mm. But I don't get there, like often, you know? Yeah. But that's okay. So... So we, so uh, Taylor Swift and La- I didn't watch any of the Grammys, but the one. But I feel like you're going to give a take on it. <laughs> the one moment I saw that I thought was so sweet before the red carpet, uh, Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift were, they have this moment that they've been showing on. Oh, that she was like helping her with her hair or yeah, something. Yeah, it was just she, the way that Taylor Swift was looking at her saying, Are you okay? You ready? You ready? Like she was really taking care of her. And I love. I loved, I mean, also just in a, I don't know, some really just two beautiful women, like one taking care of the other. It's just so beautiful. Totally. Um, yeah, it was really nice. And I'm not like in the Swifty craze, just for some <laughs> reason I've, I don't know. Not that I've avoided it like it's a good thing. I just. I heard really mixed um, responses not, to and, her I'm pitching. Not, you know how she like promoted her. Yeah. Uh, she promoted her new record in her speech. Yeah. I've heard there's, it's caused a lot of like, some people are were into it and some people were just like, take a moment. Like you're the most publicized, most popular star in the world. You don't, you can have a moment of just gratitude and simplicity. It doesn't all have to be promoting the next project. But, well, yeah, you know, that's what, what you were saying. But you, we're all talking about it. Well, no, you like, were you, you you know we were talking about her as one does because it's been such a big moment with her for a few years. But and you were like, I admire her sort of business sense. And, oh, she's the greatest CEO of all time. Yeah, I mean, so I she just that. can't take that hat off, I guess. But yeah. if you're going to be something, you know. Someone would have to have said to her before, like, actually free. But she's good. The branding we were saying, like, uh, you know, she doesn't purposefully, she doesn't do a lot of high level designers. She could do whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah. But she's sort of dressing the way she's being the 
everyday girl. Yeah. But this would sweetheart. America's sweet. But you know, so for her to be coutured out, it would be change her look. But this would have been, yeah, and that and that that would have been better for her branding, probably not to do that. Who were your like were there like idols at the time when you were a teenager or when you were a little kid? Like who were the idols, like pop idols? When I was how old? Like in the I don't know, 70s? like say 10 or 11. So like 81, 80, 81. Like. I mean, I liked the Go-Go's. I loved, um, who were the idols? I mean. Because I was like pre-Madonna. Yeah, the, I loved po- the police. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked very, it's funny, I always thought I was so alternative, but I really, when I look back, I'm like, oh, I liked all the top. <laughs> yeah, it was know. just they were pretty good then. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, who did I, I love Brooke Shields, I idolized Brooke Shields, um, and uh, who's um, the French uh, marine biologist, Jacques... Uh- Jacques Cousteau? Yes. Oh, cool. that, that was an unexpected answer. <laughs> I love Jacques Cousteau. Cool. Um, Who, what, what guys did I love? Oh, I loved, um, because of um, Bugsy Malone, I loved Scott, Scott Baio. Yeah. Well, he was he was an idol, wasn't he? Yeah, he but was, I mean, I didn't, he became like a Republican yeah, womanizer. Because yeah. I'm, I'm eight years younger, like I fully, for me, it was like Michael Jackson was just oh, the be well, all and end all. Off the wall. Yeah. That's I'm so old. That was my I was pre thriller, but off the wall was just I mean P P Y T. I wanna love you, P Y T. Yeah. Great cut. Yeah, who else? I mean, and then uh, older it became all the MTV print, yeah, yeah. prints and Duran Duran, all that. I can't um, yeah. I Monday oh not Monday, fifth of February today. Uh this will come out tomorrow, but is I always like to just spare one little moment. For it is the anniversary of the first ever Noise Addict gig support, supporting Sonic Youth in Sydney at Selena's. And it's, um, I always like to just remember it because it symbolized so much about how, just like how unexpected and how mind blowing and how amazing my career has been. Um, I don't know. I call it Thurston Moore Appreciation Day because mm-hmm. he got Noise Addict up on stage and my strap broke and he came out and he introduced us as like, this is the real Sonic Youth. And I, um, I don't know, it's funny. I always, if there's very few, like even birthdays, like I'm not that, and I mean, I like my birthday and death days, like I'm not that attached to it, but this day, it felt like in a way it was like my artistic birth. Mm. And so I always feel like very excited about it. Yeah. You know, I have it in my calendar. I don't know. It's an, it was a, such a big day to be like 14 and to catch a vision of what a career could be like making art and performing for people and how you can take risks and it can be spontaneous and sort of scary. Mm-hmm. And I'm like still, I don't know, I'm still like obsessed with so many of the feelings that got ingrained in me on that night yeah you know that's so good and i think particularly because i'm going through this whole well it's like you have the talent and something's happening but for somebody who you admire to appreciate it that's the sort of golden ticket of yeah it's the being scooped up type Mm. thing like we were talking about when you got the role in camping and then i did the music on it like that really felt like Jenny and Lena kind of scooped us up a little bit into that project. And it's like so, 
I think just as an artist, you're so on your own, yeah, honing your craft or figuring out what your beliefs are. And, and to be sort of when we were, when I was, uh, when I was being pitched by different publishers for this memoir. Oh, you were the bell of the ball. That was amazing. Yeah, and it wasn't just like, oh, we can make some money off of you. Because of course, cynically, that's part of it. But the way that they really got me and the you know, proposal, like it was genuinely, they got, they got this writing and they got me and my story. The proposal was, you know, saying parts of it or whatever. That was also my aversion of being yeah. kind of just recognized by by a group of people. I know, and it doesn't happen all the time and it can't happen all the time. Like yeah. These are these transcendent moments where there's like... You're like, oh, you really... Like, yeah, well, you know, the Sally Field, you like me, you really like me, which is so incredible because that what was so amazing about that moment when she won an Oscar and Sally Field saying, you like me, you really like me... Um, it's like, of course we like you. You're Sally Field. You're you're amazing and you know likable and talented. But everybody, you know, secretly doesn't know that, or they don't sometimes don't think about themselves in that way, or just feel kind of quiet. Oh, artists are also just so insecure. Like we, yeah. I think we often feel like imposters or feel like we're not going to be able to sustain something. Does or it's everybody going to be or just artists? Oh, yeah, probably everybody. But we see it, you know, in well, our we, world. Well, we, we just artists. make it a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're like, I'm going to make this really part of my personality. Yeah, so um, for sure, yeah. Those moments are so beautiful when you do suddenly feel like seen. Yeah. And hey, you carry we it with you forever. We didn't lose... Um, our power. light. Oh, we've been losing our we power. We were worried about losing power. Last we even year got the it was, generator ready. It was cold. Yeah, we got a little generator just so that we could. Uh, what would we do? Put put a plug our computers in. Yeah, but we did lose Wayne Kramer, and that is very sad. This week, Wayne Kramer from the MC Five, um, just a legendary musician, guitar player, icon, charitable dude, ran a charity called. Um, jail guitar doors um, where he got instruments to inmates in prison. Amazing. Um, I only met him a couple times. One time when I was doing producing Jill Sobule's record, Nostal Nostalgia Kills, and we went to his studio and he'd played a guitar solo on and then we hung out and he was just a beautiful guy. I was saying to you that he was one of those people I met and him and his wife worked together and they had this cool office with his studio and then like, you know, wherever they were running their publishing company or whatever from and i was like wow this is a couple who are like alternative but who are surviving long term within hollywood and staying true to their values but not they're not selling out but they're also not against anything they yeah. were just there and i just like i was so touched you know and it was very it was interesting this week all the people who were moved by that, yeah, just well, you have him. also that really amazing footage of him doing that guitar solo, which was just like joyful and not. So wait, is he a Detroit band? Like yeah, MC Five. Yeah, started with you know around the Stooges. Iggy posted something saying there would be no Stooges without the MC Five. Amazing. I mean, they really kind of like kind of invented punk. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? I guess you could say like the Velvet Underground first, but then MC Five Stooges. Um, I mean, this is like a seminal thing and just that you know he was a big activist very political guy but very compassionate and 
you know, it was just beautiful. I don't know. Beautiful guy. Like one of those people that I never heard anyone say, you know, he had a hard, he went to jail for drugs and he went through some issues earlier in his life, but he really, um, I know he's just the kind of person who seemed to have the way he ended the game was with just his integrity level, like fully intact, whatever mm-hmm. he had to go through. It's uh, yeah, it was touching, touching to get to connect with him. Yeah. Did you have other stuff? Did you have other notes of things you wanted to talk about? My note was about Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift. Oh, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I had a question. We yeah. are contemplating. This is a contemplation. We talked about today the possibility of doing a Weirder Together Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question would be just like a brainstorming sesh almost more like from the beautiful babies. Like, what would they want if there was going to be a bunch of exclusive content coming for like a five or a ten dollar a month supporting the show? Yeah. Like, what would they want? A little bit of feedback of what yeah, you want. Yeah, like, I think it's good. Is it like solo music sets for me? Is it an additional episode of the pod? Is it you going through telling your amazing stories or going through talking through a scene in a movie that you were in? Or, I mean, there's so many things we could offer. Yeah, we um, we you know I've got some some things up my sleeve. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking if anyone, if I guess yeah, the question I'm, is, we're I'm, we're open to to ideas, but I I have some ideas myself. Yeah. So the question is just, would you be excited about it? Like, drop us a DM on Insta or an email at weirdtogetherpod at gmail Tell us if you'd be psyched about it. Like, should we do a Patreon? And if so, what kind of exclusive content you would like to see? Because we do, we're always creating things and it does kind of feel like... I think you should play a song and we should talk about it right now. Oh, uh, right now. But the, I don't know if the mic will pick up. It's just one mic and you got to be really close to it. Okay. But maybe that's something we could do, taking inspiration from Roy Impressions. Like I could play a song. Yeah, because your lives, your TikTok Yeah, I've been doing a lot lives, of TikTok lives. Oh, so good. They've yeah. been like... Man, like really feeding me. Do you know... You know what I was thinking I could do even like for bonus content for a Patreon? I could even do something like a set where I play a whole album from like something to remember me by or Grandpa Wood or Breathing Tornadoes, like like a set like that where I play an acoustic set yeah. of like all one record in a row or something. I love it. I don't know. Anyway, we mm-hmm. can. But you've got some ideas. Secret ones you want to share well, yeah, with me later? Yeah, we'll talk, you know. We'll talk, talk. Talk shop. Have your people call my people. <laughs> Are you gonna? Yeah. Are we gonna end this episode with a song? Is there gonna yeah. be a song, or are you gonna tell me after I finished editing and uploading it? Oh, I mean, I, what comes to mind is like you know we can do an MC Five song, or oh we yeah, can maybe do... play that clip of um, that solo sure. of uh, Wayne Kramer yeah, soloing yeah, yeah. on the Jill Subiel song "Nostalgia Kills." Yeah, yeah. Um, find us on socials, Benley Music, Ioni Sky Lee. Yeah, or we're together official here and there, and um, check in with us. Rate and review the pod. Um, we got fun things. We got stuff coming out next few weeks. Oh There's yeah. a Cameron James single, a Ben Lee Shamir single, all kinds of things. So um, yeah, stay in touch, and we love you. We love you, beautiful babies.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.